seven o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? You're wrong about virtues of Christianity. And you're wrong if you agree with Sean Hannity. If you think that's right, it's about nationality. Welcome to another episode of the Psycho Semantic Cast. This is what I guess I would call the preamble to the Dead Zone episode. I got Duncan McLeish and Bo Ransdell on board for this one. And uh, at the at the beginning, there was about a hour, hour and a half of political talk where we slightly referenced the movie. But much like the Starship Troopers episode, it sort of felt like its own its own sort of episode. And that way we can split it up. And if you don't feel like just listening to political debate and you need to have the the movie as part of it then i hate saying this but you you would want to skip this one and wait for the next one which will be coming out in the next couple days or next week they're both over an hour long and they were both good fun uh this one is this this first half this preamble is largely uh duncan and Bo going back and forth uh i sort of kicked back and enjoyed myself listening to them sort of have some political tennis it was a good time and i didn't need to cut much out and it it yeah it just felt like like the starship troopers time that just just put it out so yeah we'll have a quick break with a promo or two and a song maybe and then we'll get into the preamble to the dead zone Looking for something different in your podcast library? Then why not check out the podcast Under the Stairs? I'm the host Duncan McLeish and joining me each week will be a special guest as we examine some classic old school 
horror favourites, as well as some modern classics. That's not to say that we don't tackle some of the, let's say, more questionable entries into the horror genre. And if all that wasn't enough, we have a subset of shows called Baz V Horror, where our horror novice, The Baz, tackles horror in all shapes and forms to see who will come out victorious. So what are you waiting for? The show can be found at podcastunderthestairs.wordpress.com and on Stitcher and iTunes. The Podcast Under The Stairs is a proud member of Legion Podcast Network. This is Duncan McLeish from Under The Stairs, signing off. That me, a gigantopithecus, would ever dream I'd like to team with the likes of you, man cub. But together we'd have powers, all the jungle's treasures ours. I got desire, you got the fire, but the dream I dream takes two. So, ooh, I wanna be like you, I wanna use that flame just the same that you can do. Oh, how magnificent it would be! A gigantopithecus like me. Could learn to do like you humans do. Can learn to be like someone like you. Can learn to be like someone like me. Hey, sexy. Can you hear me? Oh, you're weak, Clive and Nobby. Uh, don't get me started on the fucking yanks. I've had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? I'm doing pretty well. 
<laughs> clinky clinky how are you guys doing i'm fantastic yeah, i'll not be good tomorrow morning i i'm so excited for this now <laughs> yeah this was a bad idea i should have fucking i should have committed one way or the other that's the plan <laughs> but i didn't do it i thought i could have the best of both worlds, both worlds. yeah you want to want to have your bell end and eat it too <laughs> that by the way that episode is fucking gold <laughs> someone needs to take that right now and put it in a museum and fucking preserve it because that shit is fucking gold <laughs> oh hey while i've got you both here oh somebody or something this is what he does Darren. He, he, oh as if i hadn't planned this oh it's just off the cuff <laughs> It's all planned. It's usually to extort me. Do not go into a pyramid scheme with Bo. Timeshare? He's going to say, I've got this amazing opportunity for you both. Watch this. What's it, Bo? Uh, have you heard the good news, Darren? <laughs> <laughs> no. The bombs no, are flying. Are... Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where are we? There we are. Ah, the day, the 30th, the day of the State of yep. the Union. Um. <laughs> That's probably the okay. State of the union is the best state of the union. <laughs> it's the greatest state of the union ever. We have the biggest union. If you look <laughs> around, you can't believe how big the union is. My union is bigger than any other union, but not like a workers' union because I'm against workers' union. It's I'm a, a capitalist. It's a classy union, not like the fake news would have you believe. Fake news. Fake news. Not no no uh, collusion for collusion. the record. China. Oh, China. dude, he. The, here's the good news. He might be about to go down. He's like, not gonna go down. You keep saying this. He's not gonna go down. This man is fucking. This, he's a weeble wobble. Donald yeah. Trump. Uh, Donald Trump has successfully exposed that your country has no teeth in taking down a president. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, I mean, with, with but, ease, whenever anyone says anything, it was like, I didn't say that. And they're like, well, maybe he didn't. Well, no, everyone. <laughs> the, no, the, the problem is that everyone knows he did. Like, no e everyone knows it's a lie. And, the, and, and a lot of people, like, you know, there a fair amount of the media, as well as most people you run into, are like, oh, yeah, he's full of shit. Yeah. And, and then the difference is, do you think he's full of shit, but okay? Or do you think he's full of shit? And a nightmare. <laughs> and I come down on the nightmare side, but there are a lot of people who are like, oh, he's a dirtbag, but he's also cutting taxes and deregulating, you know, the like all the uh, uh, regulations levied on corporations to protect the environment are getting shit on and all yeah. that stuff, you know. The, the new that, EPA deregulation happened today. Yeah, yeah, I was reading about that earlier, yeah. Well, let me paint a picture for you. There's this very famous fairy tale about the emperor who has no clothes on. In Donald Trump's world, Donald Trump walks out that building and along the main street and everyone realizes that he isn't wearing any clothes and then they tell him that he's not wearing any clothes and he tells them that he is wearing clothes and no one says anything. Yeah, well, all he does is watch Fox News and have his, you know, Hope Hicks read him the good stories about him that day. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, he is in a self-imposed, you know, isolation booth but where it's not nothing but positive like, story. Yeah, it's, but it's not self-imposed. Like, if you wanted to, if you as a race, as a country, wanted to get as rid of him. As a race. 
as a race, as a country, if you guys wanted to get rid of him, there are more than enough mechanisms and gears in place through what you've set up as your democracy to remove him. No one's prepared to pull the trigger. Yeah, well, the the Democrats are too pussy to, to push the issue too much because they don't have any power. And are afraid they won't get it if they push the issue. There's that the one guy that votes for impeachment like every other week. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's like re- re- repealing Obamacare where somebody comes out every couple of weeks and is like, impeach. And it's like yeah. there are 12 of you in the House and there's like 4,000 Republicans. You can't do shit. Bull might be exaggerating, but I like it. I like it. That's because that's what it feels like. I, it's hyperbole to make a point, Duncan. <laughs> For as little as they've gotten done, you kind of forget that they have the majority in the House, Senate, and they have had, the White oh, House. That's, that's your saving grace. Your saving grace is that guy's been in office for a year and has passed tax reform. Yeah. The, a lot and, of the executive year. orders have been damaging, yeah. though. So. Yeah, but a lot of these executive orders have been blocked because and, well, illegal. Yeah, but also so, him appointing a bunch of federal judges is bad news too, because he appoints a bunch of fucking hee-haw out, yeah, outcasts. What have they done actually? What have they done is the benefit? Well, nothing yet, and and yet. and you hope that like you know, our problem is their lifetime appointments. <laughs> yeah, let me, let, me put, let me put this way: in a in a different situation, if George W. Bush had been president with both the House and the Senate. Yeah, he got a whole year. war passed. What are you talking about? Yeah, but he got a whole war off the back of the fucking worst fucking terrorism attack in your country's history. So you can kind of cut him a bit of slack, you know what I mean? In that the worst thing that could have possibly happened ever since the election of Donald Trump um, <laughs> happened in your country. And he's like, that. these guys did it. And everyone was like, yeah, let's bomb them. I kind of see that. I don't agree with it, but I kind of see it. What I'm saying to you is... And that was the all that fucking intelligence stuff came from people that should be, for the most part, trustworthy. What I'm saying is, this dude has been in office for an entire year with both the House and the Senate, and the best he's been able to pass through legislation. He couldn't pass his healthcare shit, which you would have thought everyone would have agreed with if they were a Republican. It didn't happen. Oh yeah, no, Mike yeah. Pence could have gotten Obamacare repealed. If he wanted to, and yeah. the reason he didn't is because it was a fucking shitty plan they replaced it with. So, well, or they wanted yeah, to right. replace it with. But so, Trump is just tripping over his own dick every time somebody asks him about healthcare. Trump doesn't know what he's doing. Right. Trump, he, like, he, he this week said he will literally sign, like, w- when the House and the Senate agree on what your immigration your policy or whatever that is, Trump has basically said he will sign whatever's putting down in front of him. Right. He's not going to read that. He will but, sign it. Right, but the problem with that is that's what he says on, you know, Monday. Yep. And then and then he says that and he goes back to the Oval Office and like Gollum Stephen Miller <laughs> gets in his Alt-right fucking Gargamel. head. We call right. him Alt-right he, oh, Gargamel over here. He, he totally is. <laughs> Where he like whispers in Trump's ear and he's like, no, they're talking about brown people, man. You can't yep. do that shit. And then he'll that? be like, you're right. No more. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. But what I'm going to say is, does that make Trump a fucking genius then? Or does no, he's a moron. moron. He's... If he's a moron, then you have nothing to fear about a moron. Right. But... He can't He can't pass what whatever Stephen Miller tells him to do, he will not get through the House and Senate. Right, but he's a have. moron and that has the House to... and Senate want to do, it won't get past Stephen Miller. So ultimately what will happen is 
nothing really will change. And to be honest with you, if you can coast the status quo for the next three years, there's worse positions to be in. Well, let me just say, we're not Scotland, Duncan. Just because he's (laughs) fucking up domestic policy, that ain't the big concern. The, the problem is that he's the guy who's the figurehead of the nation and has to yep. meet with foreign leaders and has access to the button. There is like there's a lot of talk about like maybe we should change the rules so the president just can't do that. Yeah, you know? but that being said, that's not a bad thing. One man should not have the power of fucking nuclear arms well, against uh, the country. Of course not, but the point is that yeah, he's he's been kind of shit at fucking up the country internally. Yeah, but we're literally externally has much more. We're literally going to talk about a movie where we are basically saying that the one one man should not have that power. Yeah, well, no, that. I mean, and if your country's having yes. that discussion, that's not a bad thing. That's why that's I've a watched. Good thing. I've watched this movie so much recently because it is the story of Donald Trump, only there's a hero psychic to save the day. I'll put it this way. I, like, see, this is a weird journey I've been on, and I feel like I've taken this journey through the Psycho-Semantic cast <laughs> in the last year. And Dern will tell you, my first appearance on Dern's show... I was an ardent socialist, and I still consider myself. I come from a socialist country, and basically, I would say easily over sixty percent of Scotland believe in socialist values, universal healthcare. Um, you don't pay for tuition in Scotland; you go to university sure. at the cost of the state. You know, these things are just these are fundamental values that we hold as being innate to all people that live within our country. That's just taken for granted, and as such. I look at, like, when someone says, oh, yeah, health insurance, I'm like, that sounds silly. Like, <laughs> well, that, but, what, but what is your what is your tax rate? My like, tax rate know. is less than America. We, well, we discussed this with Smoke. We worked this out. I pay about comparable to what an American pays for tax. Well, but give me a percentage, somewhere in the, the ballpark. You don't have to give me the exact numbers. I'm not trying to pry. Um, my, I, I think I pay less than 20% of my salary goes to, to taxes. No shit. Yeah, and I've kind right. of like see see if I see if I'm ill. Yeah. Not that I want to depress you or anything like that, but I get No, I'm always depressed. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that's like, my secret. I, 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 <laughs> I'm always depressed. <laughs> I get thirty six days leave in my country. If I'm ill at any time, uh, the healthcare system in, in Scotland will take care of me at no cost at all. I don't pay for prescriptions, so if I, I go to the hospital and they're like that, right, you need to take this cancer medication, for example, that's paid for. I don't ever have to front the cost of that at all. If I wanted to go to university, that's paid for me. Um, yeah, I, I can't begin to, like, I can't begin to describe the amount of benefits I have living in the country that I have. Yeah, I, I would have assumed the tax rate was closer to 30 than 20. No, 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 no. That's no, crazy. Yeah, so that's that's what I do. Granted, I mean, now I, now I am depressed. Fuck you, yeah, Duncan. If, <laughs> if I earn more money, I would pay obviously a higher rate of tax, and there is a threshold. Is in, there a difference? In, like here, we call it ten ten ninety nine, but like if you do freelance work, is that a different tax rate? Most likely, if you if you're earning above the the rate so if i had like if i had two part-time jobs for example as long as it doesn't tip over what would be classed as the hours of a full-time job i would pay additional i would imagine but i I have one full-time job but my wife earns considerably a lot more than i earn 
because she's better than me. Uh, <laughs> for sure, but, I mean, uh, for sure, but, I mean, swing a cat, but that's a given. That's a given. Um, and she pays a higher rate of tax, but her higher rate of tax, which is comparable to forty percent, doesn't kick in until she hits the threshold of what my rate of tax is. So there's a there's I think it's thirty five thousand pounds in the UK is the threshold before you jump up to forty percent tax. So up until thirty five thousand she pays the normal rate of tax and anything above thirty five thousand she pays the additional rate. So it's not With, like all right, she so it is about I I'm just thinking like Yeah, okay. All right. So, so, yeah, but so at that point, that would be substantially more. higher, but 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 it's not really though. It's it's everything above thirty five thousand. So if she earned thirty six thousand, for example, only one thousand pound would be comparable for the forty forty percent tax. Rate. Oh no, shit! Yeah. Like it's graduated that way. Exactly. So it's oh, locked wow. in up to that's that point. So smart. So that, that's the way. That's the way the UK works. So, and I'm oh. not saying that we've got the greatest system at all. Cause we fucking. No, but it may it, it makes logical sense that you're saying like, hey, here's kind of the median income, so we're gonna keep yeah. the taxes reasonable. Now, if you're yeah. making over that, we're gonna just take the overage and yeah, tax that take, a little yeah. bit more. That makes perfect sense above. to me. Yeah, you only yeah. take what's above. So that's uh, oh, so fucking smart. Why 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 don't we do that? That would solve yeah. so many problems. That, that's what, that's what we do over here. But what I'm what I'm seeing to you as an outsider who has went on a journey over the last year, essentially through Darren's show of seeing this fucking monster be elected to your country, and literally you will not know. Like I went through the same journey as you guys. Like when I woke up in the morning, and my friends were sending me Facebook messages saying Donald Trump is ahead in the states, and I was like. That, no, like I went through exactly. I went through exactly the same roller coaster of what felt like despondence and depression that I imagine a lot of Americans did as well. And that it's a slow realization that you don't have much in common with your fellow man. Like you know, you th- you think as a person who has friends and relatives and people you meet and all the rest that generally everyone has the same innate responses to things the same will... fundamental decent values yes yeah. yes and you you realize that people are willing to show that out very very quickly for other things which uh from your perspective as someone who doesn't believe in those set then you just assume everyone else has and i went through it in my country through brexit where i was like that why would anyone in the uk not want to consider himself european and be at you know you know, have like free borders and all this and apparently in scotland we all well the majority of us about two-thirds of us believe that but in the rest of the united kingdom no one fucking believed that and then waking up in the morning and realizing that that's the way we we're going was fucking wholly depressing and i was like that well at least donald trump won't get in and then i woke up and donald trump got in and i was like that the world is fucked well like, that's literally the, the world is fucked I do not belong in this world. Everything yeah, I mean, weird. thank I God Le Pen did not get ele- elected in France. That really would have felt like yeah, a, that, a kick in the balls, yeah, just globally. Is, yeah, like, fuck you, progressives. France, yeah, as, as bad as France is, and France is bad, by the way, regardless of what it's like. France is not a country where everyone is like, France has like some serious race issues. Yeah, they, they've had Battle of Algiers is... It's yeah, my it's still touchstone fresh. for that, yeah. Yeah, it's still fresh, but as it stands just now, when you look at that, um, you know, the, as bad as the French will ever get, the French and Germans 
like, even though the Germans had like a surge in right wings, they will never go down that road because Second World War. And that will always trump, regardless what you put on the table, oh, well, there's too many foreign people coming to our country, Second World War. And that trumps anything. And as much as this will build at any point, it will never build too far. What I look at as being, like I say, my journey of doing podcasts on Darren's show is, and I don't, I am still very much an ardent left-wing socialist with what I would now say is libertarian leanings. And I will say that the greatest thing that's come out of Donald Trump's presidency in its first year is that people pay much more attention than they were doing for the previous fucking 30, 40 years on what exactly your president's doing, how much power they actually have and what it is they're doing. And people are far more politically active, politically motivated and vocal about stopping certain things. I think if, and this is the, this is the testament to how your country works. Under any other system where people weren't pushing things and weren't being as politically politically motivated as they are, Donald Trump's first year would have been a fucking landslide for fucking horrible things to happen to your country. And that being said, very little that is hugely damaging well, has it, actually happened. There has actually been a weird net positive. Yeah. In that there are demonstrations like there haven't been in this country since the 60s. Yep. Uh, there are women and and black people and Muslims and trans people like running for office now as yep. a pushback against that idea. And, uh, you know, it's the Obama misquote. Uh, the arc of the moral universe is long but it bends towards justice. And I, yeah. I, I do believe that. I think I think you have to. As, as and... someone that's sitting speaking to someone who recently uh, described himself on a morbid Monday as someone that I grew up listening to in the 90s, slightly more angsty sort of music, and a guy who played in a fucking punk band, <laughs> um, I don't need to tell you that the times that these things are more important are at times of turmoil. That's when your voice comes out, whether it's in cinema or in music. The time the vo- when you are in a time of comfort and complacently complacency, these things don't mean fuck all. People will sit there railing against the system means nothing when everyone's happy. It's when things go bad that the the spotlight is shone on what is wrong, what doesn't work, and what should be fixed. And that's how things go. And Donald Trump is, yeah, he's probably the worst president you've ever had and he probably will be the worst president that you will ever have for a long long time is he the most dangerous person that you've ever had elected to office i don't see it and the reason i don't see it is because he's proved in his first year he is totally inept Uh, actually see if that guy was actually clever and motivated you'd be fucked and he's not there are enough stories coming out of the White House because that is a leaky fucking ship. <laughs> very leaky, very leaky. <laughs> Which is great because it keeps us all in the know. Well, but if it's it was horrible a soup, Bo, because it keeps us all in the know. Boy, if it was a soup, it would be called cocker leaky. See what I did there? I did. Kind of. Um, boo, but, bo, boo. But I, I do think that if he stood up and said, like, you know, we're going to have the biggest, the classiest nuclear war anyone ever saw on the Korean Peninsula. Let's launch them, boys. Uh, you know, like the, uh, you know, Greg Stilson, hallelujah. 
I think I think there are people around him that would be like, we cannot do that. You're a doddering old man. Yes. Sit down. Will give me that. You know, let that despite the power way. of his position, I think yeah. someone would say no. Well, let me put it this way. I think if he did that, he'd be driving past some book depository somewhere and he would take a shot to the head. Your country is exquisitely awesome at removing people that they have in power that they don't agree with in terms of, you know, oh, what's that? You, you think that blacks should be treated equal and you think that we should pull it in Vietnam and you also think that the Cuban Missile Crisis isn't a thing? Bang. You know what I mean? Like your country's not shy of taking a shot at a president. And Are you talking country, about the deep I mean, state? Look, this is the funny thing that this is the thing that makes me chuckle quite a bit is this idea that there could, that there is this thing called the deep state. I hope Smokes listening to this because this is Smokes like bread and butter. He <laughs> loves fucking perpetuating. We had a conversation this week where he was talking about the FBI as a whole and how fucking corrupt they are and all the rest. And I was like, well, you can't say that. Everyone in the FBI is corrupt. And he's like, well, look at this article. And I'm like, yeah. I don't <laughs> dispute for one second that there are individuals within the FBI that are corrupt. I totally understand that. But it's an organization that employs thousands and it's branched over the entire the entirety of your country and it, there are many different departments. different. To sit there and blanket say that everyone in the FBI is a, you know, is, is part of the deep state or everyone that even the FBI is working against the president is tantamount to saying that every Muslim is a terrorist. It's fucking ridiculous. Um, you can't, the, the worst thing you can do is blanket statement anything because it doesn't make any sense. Unless you're saying that all Scots are angry, dismissive bastards. That is accurate. <laughs> I will side with that. But what I'm saying is that you can't, you can't do these things. And that's, the deep state is this great thing that people seem to latch onto when things are not working their way. Oh yeah, well there's government forces working against me. Or really because five weeks ago you were all for it when it was working with you. So how does that work? And it doesn't work. And I I find it bizarre that these conversations like your country is slowly it's on a it's on a precipice just now. It's on a precipice between people that have too much of a moral high ground and that they feel that within their beliefs they have a self-righteousness which which almost overpowers any rational argument and those that believe that you know the Illuminati is a real thing aliens are going to take over your planet and chemtrails will kill you all and all these things the government controls the weather and the, the problem is there's no voice from the middle so all you ever hear reported is one extreme or the other, and that is dangerous. And that, like those both polar extremes, will be louder than the middle because the middle, by definition, is something that demands can kind of order, centralization, bringing points of view from different sides and try and centralize it. When you're at either side and you're just like blah blah, world fucking frogs, gay, you know all this shit, on either side, it. You, you get the greatest sound bites on the media that you're aiming for, but you don't actually win or construct an argument or a conversation at all. All you're doing is making arbitrary statements, which, to be honest with you, can't actually be defined, um, described, or even to some extent argument, argued out in a way which feels rational. Um, and that's not to say that my country's a great story. This is how the fake news thing is playing in the UK. You'll love this. Right, so this is the effect that your president has had on my country 
Um, the Westminster government has done this decree in the last week to root out fake news. This is the UK what, we're talking about here. Is that is it the same fake news that we're talking about here, which is the the actual news? So, so here's the thing, though. See, in in fairness to Donald Trump, you bite your tongue. But I like honestly, I almost choked in the words when I said it. What Donald Trump says is, you know, fake news. He's not one hundred percent wrong when he says that. If he then says that Fox is one hundred percent real news, then yes, yes, he's wrong one hundred percent. But when he says that, you know, there is news which is fake. In the US or anywhere, he's not necessarily wrong. News by its very definition, when removed from the center, is a spin on. Well, fact. sure, but but he's not just talking about the. I mean, he is in part talking about you know MSNBC and the you know the kind of left of center reporting. Yeah. But he's saying that like, you know, NPR. Which, in my experience, at least, like they do completely hippy hippy dippy human interest stories. Yep. But the news itself is pretty legit. You know, it's fairly straight ahead and down the middle. And uh, but he's talking about them too. Like when he's not saying you're fake news because you're reporting the, my the Russia investigation and and emphasizing my belligerent or stupid reactions to it but he's also saying well the the news itself is fake that he's i'm being that, investigated he's, he's been in... press against him is fake yeah all negative press yeah. he genuinely he genuinely believes that what he's saying is right yeah yeah because he's you know a, an old stupid racist and yeah old stupid racists are real sure of what they believe yeah, but if I say to you, I believe this, and you're like that, well, that's not right, Duncan, and I still believe that, I can say that you're wrong. Well, of course. Like, you can have, well, it, you know, there was a <laughs> We can senator. disagree on the facts, as uh, right. Carrie Ann yeah. Conway yeah, once which said. Is, which is a popular yeah, thing. Yeah, that's it's right. Like, it was, we, yeah. you can have your own, you, you can have your own opinion, sir, but you can't have your own facts. Yeah, and and yeah. that's the problem. Yeah, but... I, I'm not that I'm, I'm like, I want once again want, want to stress just like I have to do this disclaimer every time I'm on the show. <laughs> I am not siding with Donald Trump. I hate the man. I think he is an affront to everything that's decent in this world. But that being said, I think that it's important to. I think him saying, "Well, this is fake news," has forced your journalists and your country to be a bit more stringent and do a bit more due diligence before they report something, I don't think that's a bad thing. Uh, yeah, I mean, no one's going to argue that veracity in the press is important. Yeah. And if a, if a news story is incorrect, it needs to be corrected immediately yeah. and not buried in the back of the paper and all that Which shit. Which is what happened for a long time. I just think, once again, it's like this byproduct of having someone evil in a position which forces everyone to sort their cards and get their house in order. Yeah, I think that the after effect of having someone as awful as him in office is just people are doing things a bit better. You, yeah, you, I, you're, the... you're organizing better. Had you had Hillary Clinton in that office, things would have just kind of carried over. And I don't necessarily think that's the best thing for your country at all. I think the best thing for your country is the the active community, the, the active awareness of 
uh, political ramifications that you right. have right now is a better position to be in, albeit under the tyranny of someone who is horrible. Right. I don't. I think sometimes you need to see what your vote is worth in order to make the decision whether or not you'll vote. And it, and it kind of had to wake some of the the far left Democrats up. Definitely the one the Coast ones who. Didn't. Right, who were like, I'm, you know, if it ain't Bernie, I'm not voting for Hillary or voting for Jill Stein and that bullshit. Where you're like, you fucked up, you fucked us. That'll right never happen again, dude. That'll never but, but, happen again. And and here's, I'll tell you, I'm no political strategist, Duncan. <laughs> Though uh, I am. Why is you on this show, Dan? You told me you were getting a political strategist on this show. <laughs> I'm a Republican <laughs> strategist. Political strategist. We're getting the Southern that. strategy right here. Uh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, you know, yellow dog Democrat is what they were called. Uh, that's no bullshit. That's what, uh, Southern Democrats were called yellow dogs. Um, I, yeah, the, the Dixiecrats was also, uh, a term for them back in the, uh, sixties during the civil was rights. That, was movement. that like the tribute band to the Dixie Chicks? No, the, the Dixiecrats were the ones who, uh, I, I, if memory serves, I may fuck up my history here, but I think the Dixiecrats were the ones who were against uh, the passage of the Civil Rights uh, oh, Act, and and that's why the the country, like the South, has been red ever since. But at any rate, uh, <laughs> political strategist Bo says if the Democrats wanted to shove that dildo nice and deep into Republican ass in twenty twenty. Um, you you run a moderate Democrat. Yeah. You don't you don't play to the base because you got them and 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 politics is base plus right like your base and who else. So you run somebody like I don't know if Booker is good. Like I I haven't dug deep enough into how how far left he might go in a Corey? primary. Yeah. He seems real. So I like Cory Booker a lot. He's pretty central. Like he's his story. His biggest criticism from the left, as far as I know, is he's taken a lot of donations from the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. Yeah. And he's yeah, pretty soft on them. But your left is not left though. This is I love this. Like America's left of center is what would be the equivalent of center right in the UK? Shut up for a second. <laughs> you're, you're, Let like, us sort this out. Your socialism is not actually socialism, right? At all. But it's like let's do let's do like like let's do healthcare where everyone pays premiums, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, which is not really universal healthcare. It's it's a weird weird thing where like your country is more center of right. your your democrats are more center of right than they are center of left or left wing and even bernie sanders was not like everyone's like, oh he's a socialist he's he's almost he's almost a communist no he's well, not but but calling someone european in this country is not flattering duncan to a yeah, certain but, demographic and, yeah, and to but, a large demographic right and and the uk right now the uk government is right wing um, in France, it's right wing. In Germany, it's right wing. So it's right of centre. So the, the three major powerhouses in Europe are all right of centre governments. But Not those, right of centre, yeah, those right of centre governments are still what you would consider 
left of center or oh, Democrat. Fucking crazy people. Like if, if you put Angela Merkel's platform in, like put that mantle on Cory Booker, he'd get run out of town on a rail. <laughs> They'd be like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? She oversees one of the strongest economies in the world post fucking Look, we, depression. Duncan, if uh, we do not care about facts in this country. We don't care about data. Well, you do We're gut people. We're like you do, you do because have you have that's... you listened to Germans talk? It's not, it's not sexy, Duncan. I'll always s of the shizer, s of the shizer. Yeah, the shizer is good. Um, yeah, everyone knows what that means. Um, you do though to an extent because when things are, when when a statement is said that the market is doing really well and the stock market in particular is doing well under Trump. People understand what that is and they they get behind it, whether or not it actually benefits them or not. So they oh yeah, do well that's follow statements like that. That, so, that is the true religion of the United States. Yeah, is capitalism, and it just yep. depends on how 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 deeply you practice as yeah, to how much I, of an I, asshole you are. <laughs> I think like it's like it's like a, like once again stressing to Dern's listeners here, even though Duncan. Has had a few beverages tonight. Has been out dancing the wild tango with a couple of men in Glasgow, <laughs> which sounds a lot seedier than it actually was. I am, I'm, I'm actively politically minded. I always have been. I've been that way since I was like fourteen, and I took a, like a a real interest in politics. I am an ardent nationalist in my country. I think that Scotland should be its own independent nation. It's not a popular theory because we had a vote on it and turns out 55% of my country disagreed with me. Yeah. And that's fine because that's democracy and that's how democracy works. You put things to the vote of the people. If it goes your way, fantastic. If it doesn't, then you lick your wounds, you recalibrate and then you work out how best to achieve your goal within the means that you have. I don't believe that like, as being like left leaning in my my political bent i don't think that the current westminster government in the uk which is a right-wing tory government is indicative of what my country believes in it doesn't at all there are very few tory mps in scotland the majority are actually smp scottish nationalist party which is left it's a socialist party what uh what's her name again i'm gonna forget it uh Theresa May or what, no no no, uh, no, no. Nicola Sturgeon? Uh, yeah She's oh, fucking awesome. She's, Love her. I, I've watched a number of her speeches, some that you've sent me in and some in my own time. And yeah, like I like I said, I want to take her like Brendan Gleeson. She belongs to us now. <laughs> Scottish <laughs> Scottish politicians, regardless which side they lie on, are are weirdly, weirdly um, poetic in the way that they deliver speeches they're all very eloquent they're all very well structured and it's been that way for as long as i know scottish politicians have a passion about them regardless which side you lie on where you hear them talk and you if you agree with it you feel enthralled to the point that you're like yes let's march on the south and kill them all um or yes let's maintain the union and god bless the queen um you know that that's that's just the way it is and that's the environment i've grown up in um Politics, I would love to say politics are just general things like voting and that means more in my country. I don't necessarily think it does. Uh, when you look at how general elections in my country are held, uh, the polling rate is not that much higher 
than what you had at your last election. People just are not interested until they have to be interested. And I think the backlash against Trump that has happened with all the subsequent um, elections that you've had, whether they're at uh, just Senate level, etc., I think you've found there is a move to the Democratic side of things. Uh, that could be, uh, you know, Doug Jones. Yeah. Well, hey. and I, I well I don't. Hey. Hey. I, I don't I don't want to misinterpret that though. It's not it, it's not a bunch of people deciding to jump ship and become a Democrat. Oh, it's a bunch of people coming out to vote that didn't. Well, it, it's a bunch of people saying, "Oh, not this." Yeah. Like we like we we kind of left it up to the people who weren't voting for the most part, or the the people who were voting. Like the new voters you're getting are the ones who are like, oh, uh, if if I leave it up to you guys, this is the best you got. Well, and shit, saying, I gotta take Tuesday off now. And saying that Roy Moore lost by two percent in the vote. Yeah, yeah, and he yeah, was pretty much, uh, he was pretty much uh, like. Like, once again, we'll use the alleged tag, but we know what that sure. means. Like, like, child oh. molester. Yeah. And but that's that's what you're up against. And what but, I'm, all right, but let's assume. But he at least he ain't a tr- Democrat. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what they were saying. I I saw umpteen videos of people being interviewed, panels of people being interviewed where they were like that. You know, well, you know, I you know, I think he probably did do it, but he's not a Democrat. And I'm like, in this particular scenario, what is worse? Being a Democrat or being a child molester, you seem to think it's being a Democrat. That is wrong. You know what right. I mean? Well, but that that's the other big problem that, you know, we're kind of combating in this country is this idea that if you disagree with me politically, you are my mortal fucking enemy. <laughs> you know? And that's why you need a moderate democrat to really you know put the nail in the coffin of all this super nationalist bullshit is somebody to be like hey you know what we're all a reasonable people you know we can all disagree we can argue and still be friends in fact i think the best of friends do argue time to time you should you should not agree with everyone around you You you're only enriched as a person if you have friends that have different beliefs whether that's political theological or you know just moral but those things benefit you i do a podcast where my main co-host is someone who is right of center leaning who was very much for the for scotland remaining within the united kingdom like everything politically that i am like vehemently opposed to he believes in it does not reflect our you know our relationship we get on really well i was out drinking with him earlier on having a laugh and all the rest they just don't he is entitled to his beliefs i'm entitled to my beliefs where we get the opportunity to vote we vote the way it goes if we have to have a conversation i don't belittle what he says he doesn't belittle what i say doesn't necessarily mean i have to agree what he says right or he has to agree with me but we act like adults uh, and that's how you do things you adult with them uh, and when he makes a good point i will actively say actually i never thought it that way that's great i would love to see it's vice versa it's not uh, because as soon as the word <laughs> nation- nationalism comes at my mouth or smp he instantly goes into, you know, diehard unionist, which means that anything I say after that point is not right. Right. That That's the line in the sand. 
Yeah, but I, I, he has actively said on more than one occasion that he genuinely thinks, regardless whether he agrees with the politicians or not, that if the SNP as a party were a party who were left-leaning, who were not for the breakup of the United Kingdom, we would vote for them. He believes with everything politically out with that one thing, and that one thing is the sticking point one, which will make him never vote for them. So he will vote, and it's weird that it's like these people that were going to vote for Bernie Sanders, but instead voted for Donald Trump, which seems insane, but there's a lot of common ground to beliefs. Between those two, it's just that there's some things that were a bit more insane. And so one, one, settle- one guy was a politician and the other was a television host. Yeah, but there was a lot of that. that like Bernie Sanders does not believe in globalism at all. He hated it and he hated this idea of jobs going out with America and all the rest, which is not dissimilar to what Donald Trump said. Just Bernie Sanders could articulate it better. And, so- and also the rest of his ideology was a little more, like, his isolationist tendencies, I don't I don't know how crazy people were about that, but it was all the, like, hey, we're going to pay for college, and you're yep. going to get, you, hey, we're going to be kind of European. That was sort of his shtick. Yep. And, 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 honest, and that's uh, why I still health, say he can't win. The hell thing was not, Donald Trump, up until very, very close to being elected, was very much for better healthcare for Americans, you know, more universal platform and all the rest, which was a lot of what Bernie Sanders was saying. Um, I, I think your policy was a bit more mental, granted, I think, but I, then Bernie wasn't all that fucking great on immigration either. I think you're making a huge leap to say that, that Donald Trump had a particular notion about what he thought about healthcare. I think, I think, I think, no, I think Donald Trump did have an idea of what he thought was. But it wasn't a firm, thought, like, yeah, I it wasn't, believe yeah, this. It wasn't cement, but Donald Trump had an idea of what he wanted to do. Healthcare, I imagine that he did have an idea of what he should do healthcare-wise and what he should do immigration-wise and what he should do economically speaking, how he should handle other countries, etc. I imagine that he probably did have those things and then he brought people in who told him that that was not a good thing and sided with them. I, I don't necessarily think that's... I, once again, not to throw people under... Obama got elected under a series of promises which he did not keep specifically to do with how he was going to clean up Wall Street, which he didn't do. He employed people on his finance committee, which came straight from Wall Street. I mean, the drone shit is real heinous. Nobody's saying Obama walks on water here. No, no, no. But a lot of people do, though. A lot of people that wish Obama could have had a third term. Right, I'm not saying that the guy wasn't eloquent and was a gifted politician. But you are overlooking a lot of things. that You know, Donald Trump lied about this particular thing he was going to do. Oh, really? Is Donald Trump the first politician to actually lie about what he's going to do? That tracks back far, and there's a lot of them that do that, and a lot of them have these things. That's uh, that's equivocating. Like, yes, Obama was not entirely honest on the campaign trail. Donald Trump lies with a frequency and rapidity that right. I mean that. It, you just can't compare the two. It's like little I don't know. versus I don't know. There the was World major, Series. There was major policy statements that Obama said he was going to do that he did not fucking do anyway. Right, but he didn't. On them. He didn't clearly contradict himself. Like if, if generally speaking, I'm sure you could find a clip, but generally speaking, if he said something on Monday, it was the same thing on Wednesday. And if someone said, "Hey, it was different back then," 
he wouldn't be like, no, it wasn't. <laughs> I mean, that's, like that's true, but no one asked him, bro. No one asked him. No one, no one questioned because, him on these things. I right, because he was a grown-up. Because he yeah, was a grown man, Duncan, that you assumed was going to tell the truth until you found out he wasn't. Yeah, but he, but people knew that he wasn't telling the truth and no one questioned him. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, my, that's, my, right, that's but, my point. He, yeah, he, there coasted, is... he coasted by on a lot of shit, which he did, which was not right, and no one fucking questioned him. And I'm not saying that... He's not as bad as Donald Trump, and I don't. Th- I genuinely don't think he is. However, he did some pretty fucking horrible, repre- reprehensible of, things, which people seem course. to let slide, yeah, quite easily. And in, in hindsight, as well, even worse, got the Nobel Peace Prize, as well, which for kind of nothing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah for doing you're nothing right. except drop right. bombs on innocent people. But I mean, like, which I'm has has saying... tripled, by the way, under Trump, the number of civilian I, casualties. I don't, think and I'm Trump's not saying. Been... It, no, I don't that's... think that's Trump. I think that's just Trump's not interested, so people are taking liberties. <laughs> right. Which you that's could, you my could point argue, <laughs> Yeah, you can argue that's his job to do that, but what I'm saying to you is that when when it comes to like I, I think about the big pledges of you know, of Obama when he went in and what he was gonna do in his first term, not his second term, but in his first term. And a lot of those things about gutting out Wall Street, making things better, re you know, reinventing the, how the banking system works in your country and all this. He did fucking none of that. And yeah. no one at any You're point right. sat right. there and said, that was your main platform policies, which you did not do. In fact, if anything, you reversed on that and solidified the party line of what had happened before. No one fucking questioned him on that. So why is why is Donald Trump the, the the worst villain in the world where he's like that we're going to build a wall no wall has happened we're going to repeal Obamacare that didn't happen you know what I mean what, why is because he... the promises he's making are fundamentally horrible the fact but that he he's not good going... at passing it doesn't matter it doesn't matter if if you start from I'm taking a shit on you whether that's runny or not what's, is what's not worse? in play. Yeah, what's it's worse, more... me making a promise I'm going to do the worst thing possible and not delivering on that, or me telling you that I'm going to do the best thing and doing the opposite. I'm going to I... go with uh, me saying I could do a horrible thing but not being able to deliver. I... Look, I'm saying after living under both presidents, uh, I would take Obama six days of the week and twice on Sunday over Donald Trump even if Obama came to my front door every morning and spit in my face, because at <laughs> least the guy was trying to bring like healthcare to a more modern level, a more reasonable level. Like it wasn't perfect be, by any that. stretch. Um, but it, like there, the, the, all the things you've talked about are true and it was bad shit, but there was a lot of good shit he did too. Way more. More, so, more, gu- more guns sold under Obama than any But that's because we're a racist country. At that time than any yeah, other ones. More, sure. more people deported under Obama right. than any other president before. So why why are those things whitewashed over because he was a better speaker I, and he I don't, healthcare? Who is whitewashing? I am saying you are right. All that is true. <laughs> I, I, what I'm, he's what not I'm a perfect is, president. He's he, he was a dude who had a job. He was probably in a little bit over his head. I think he had genuinely good intentions, but you know, I disagree with a lot of stuff too. I just I just think that people are shooting over to the worst possible extreme 
with the moron that you have in office just now, when you actually look on paper, he has been ineffective in delivering a lot of what he says he wants to do. Yeah, but it's just humiliating, Duncan. It's like every time you see him on television, it makes me feel bad that I'm an American. And I don't like feeling like that. No one one likes a guy. And to be honest with you, your country is probably in a lesser standard than it was before, before you elected him. We we see him. I think there was a recent article on BBC which says that general opinion of the US has dropped since he went in. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. That's not a bad thing. The USA has far too much power as a nation over the rest of the nations in the world. That's what this is all about. This is me speaking as a Scottish man. (laughs) Fucking revolutionary motherfucker. I think I think your country has far too much say over what's right and wrong, and you you have had successive governments that have dictated and used force on other countries to dictate how they should do their democracy. When let's be honest, your democracy is flawed itself i.e someone gets elected without the popular vote i.e less people voted for that person they still become president that's a flawed system um so yeah for 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 america to be traveling all over the world telling other countries how to handle their democracy seems pretty rich because you had a democracy you someone got elected that apparently the media and other people didn't like and there is now like massive campaign to like if this guy like stares at the sun without wearing glasses it's frontline page for the next fucking three weeks dude, he 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 tried to fire the dude who is investigating his connection to russia after it. firing the guy who was investigating him for his investigate or for yeah, his ties with russia do it though that's like he did he fired comey that was the whole deal he said comey's investigating me i gotta fire him and then way way back in june before the indictment shit came out he was already talking about firing Mueller because Mueller was getting close to his because somebody was like if they do that they're going to impeach you right away you can't keep doing that if someone cuts me off in traffic i could be like fuck this guy i want to kill him i didn't kill him though it's not a crime and he fired, he fired Comey. It's which, not way, a crime, but it's just cr- very so, suspicious. Yeah, it's very suspicious, but it's not a crime. So I don't know what you... What I come right, back to me... these things is he plays your system very... like Even if it's accidentally, he plays your system very well. Your system has no teeth to hold him accountable. Yeah, right, you're right. If your, t- your system 100%. did have teeth, he would be held accountable. So you can't blame the man for playing the system. I'm Yes, you absolutely can, because it makes him a terrible person. There is such a thing as morality, Don't and he lacks it. Don't hate the player, hate the game. I hate the player. This is a bad person. Like, most systems, the whole reason communism doesn't work is because communism totally ignores the fact that people are selfish. And at least, you know, capitalism goes the other direction where it's like, oh, people are totally selfish, so let's use this as a a base of finance. Um, But at the end of the day there is the assumption that you are you are pulling the levers of power for the right reasons and everyone knows or at at the very least everyone has come to accept that when a politician tells you something uh there's a 50 50 chance that you're getting the real story 
but that existed before Trump. Yeah, 100%. I'm saying that's that's our basis. But yep. we still believed in the fundamental goodness of the person. Like, even as much as I think George W. Bush is an awful, awful president, I, I can't bring it. I can't bring myself to believe that he's a bad man. I think You're he's deeply flawed, man. Started. I understand that, and I think that makes him a, a, a god-awful president, but I don't think he set out on that path thinking, I'm going to mire us in a war for decades. I don't think that was his intention. And, it, you know, the decision was a terrible one, and you can even argue the criminality of it. But... I, I don't know that it makes him at his essence, or at least in the way he views himself, as a bad person. Donald and, Trump didn't expect, to, according to that book that came out, Donald Trump didn't expect to be president. Right. I mean, that was, I, I've, uh, I'm not all the way through it. I'm about two thirds of the way through that now. And so, yeah, I, I think it's I suspect that book. I, I know. I think it's accurate. I think. Like, I, I think it's stories totally accurate. Election about wanting to set up a media station, etc., and all the rest, and not want to be president but use it as a platform. What I, my 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 thing I'm saying to you is that you've had some, and don't even like we we can I can keep I, I literally have an inexhaustible list of things that I could throw against previous presidents that have been in your country, like horrible shit that they've done. In but, 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 but again, I think you're not allowing for the fact that this one is particularly bad. Yeah, but what... Like, but I could have the best of intentions, but do horrible things, Bo. That doesn't forgive the horrible things I do. Of Rather course than it being a horrible person but being ineffective to do those horrible things, I would much rather be in a position that I knew that someone was horrible but was ineffective of doing horrible things than thinking someone was nice and seeing the horrible things he could do. All right, how how deep into Kantian philosophy do you want to go? <laughs> you you can you can swing it like you can. You but can... no, but but at, at heart, to me, this is a moral issue. Like my biggest problem with this president is that I don't think he has morality. I think he is amoral. I think he is born of business, you know, that it's just, hey, he, I think fundamentally he wants to be liked. I think he's narcissistic in that way. He, that's all he wants. I think tomorrow if he I think tomorrow if he got told that he could get 95% of Americans to like him to drop the idea for a wall and to drop the, the idea of the immigration policy has and to, you know, 100% support Obamacare, he would do it in a second. Well, all right, all right, let me let me put it to you. This I don't think way. any of any of his policies that he has in his head are rigid because if they were rigid, he would be consistent with them across the board, which he's not. Usually, it's the last person that he spoke with controls his yeah. brain. That's the, that's the rumor. The rumor going around is that when he comes to make a decision, the last person to speak to him is generally the words that comes out of his mouth, whether it's on TV or it's a person that speaks to him. I I'm I'm saying to you that. Uh, of the, the massive platform of things that he ran on, which were absolutely reprehensible and horrible things that were mentioned, how much of them has he actually done in his first year when he controls both the House and the Senate? Well, there's all I mean, the well, deregulation the, of the EPA. Right, he's yep. deporting 800,000 dreamers. 
he he won, well, he'll, he'll trade them for twenty five billion dollars for the wall. Yeah, but I don't think this. Great. But he's even said himself, he, it's not a wall anymore. <laughs> well, <laughs> recently he's been back to the wall. But there are large areas where you don't need a wall because you have a mountain and you have a river, and you have a violent river, and you don't need it. Okay. Yeah, but it's not a wall. See if you actually read into what he's suggesting, it's like some sort of modified version of a. But a but that's the thing is that deal was already on the table. Like when Schumer and Pelosi sat down with him and uh, Ryan, was it Ryan and McConnell, uh, as well as you know ancillaries, when they were like, "Hey, we've got a deal." It was the Graham Lindsey Graham was in on it. Yep. Uh, what was it? it was Grant was Stephen it Grant Miller Schumer? was there. Um, yeah, and Schumer. But, yeah, yeah. The Schumer shutdown. So, well, Hashtag. but the whole idea of the bill, the bill that they presented him was, hey, we're going to give you some money for this stupid ass wall. You're going to extend chip, and then you're also going to allow the Dreamer program to continue. Like you're not going to enforce a shutdown that was arbitrary based on his whim. Let's not forget that he created that crisis. And so the bill's on the table. Everyone agrees. And then Miller gets to him and then he refuses it after agreeing to it. And then nobody knows what the fuck to do, because how do you negotiate with someone whose mind changes literally day to day? Yeah. Well, let me, let me counter by saying any Democrat that thought it was right to even remotely fund a part of that wall should be fucking ashamed of themselves but man what are you gonna do it's eight hundred thousand people who have been here for decades you You gotta protect those people i don't like this is the moral argument right it's like man they're they're basically ransoming that stupid wall for this but maybe you gotta pay that ransom because you're tearing apart families either that you dig your heels in and highlight the fact that you refuse to do something which is morally fucking wrong and yet at the cost of something well, else that's more but that wrong, was but you highlight that well but that was the shutdown and they pussied out on it well that's the but plan that's, now that's what donald trump that's what donald trump thrives on donald trump thrives on as a businessman putting you in a position where you have to choose one or the other and what i'm saying is you don't have to have either just you just a few days ago they took the funding uh the offer Whoever's doing the negotiations for the Democratic side, they just took uh, the offer to fund the wall off. And a lot of people and uh, there's been a lot of squabbling of, well, there's never been a stop to the squabbling. But now it's being seen as a move that that way now it'll be the Republicans fault for shutting down the government again because they only extended funding until February 8th, I think. And this yeah. way, it'll be the Republicans are shutting down the government over a wall instead of them foreign kids. They beat us all the time. This is bullcrap. Well, I ain't standing for this. Well, I'm to hell. When do we beat Mexico at the border? They're laughing at us, at our stupidity. They took our jobs. That's right. A lot of people up there can't get jobs. They can't get jobs because there are no jobs. Because China has our jobs, and Mexico has our jobs. They all have our jobs. When Mexico sends its people, they're not sending their best. They're not sending you. They're not sending you. The American dream is dead.
Yeah, I mean, it's so fucking stupid. And and as soon as McConnell said, hey, uh, we're going to make a promise that by this date we'll get legislation on the floor, I promise, wink, wink. And and that Democrats were like, okay. I mean, you, you fucking pussies. Yeah, but that's, Are- that's, once again, that's a Democrat fault. So what I'm saying is, like, well, to put things into context here, I don't think either one of your parties in your country are particularly great. I think both of them no, they're are, not. are both of them are pretty horrible. And I'm not speaking in a way where I'm like that. I'm so much better than you. I don't necessarily think they're much better in my country either. I think a lot of things are said to get votes, and then a lot of people get into office, and then like that. Well, I can't do that, or we won't do that, or we'll just change back in this. Or we'll give you a version of that, or we'll give you like a lighter version of that. Um, like the, the, these things, if you are against a fucking wall, you don't even capitulate, regardless what the consequences are. You don't capitulate to I, part fund a fucking wall. You but don't do it because you're caving. You're but that's caving. why you do the shutdown and you say no, 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 no. Because originally they said, "Hey, can we do the Dreamers on a clean bill?" And he was like, "Okay." Until someone explained to him, like, no, 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 you can't do that because then we don't get anything. Yeah, but Trump was 100% pro-dreamers before. Yeah, but again, he's the sofa president. Whatever asshole was on him last is the shape he has. Obama Obama had eight years to sort this out and didn't do it. Well, but though, you're right. Right. Yeah. Right. He did, and it. But the problem with it was the whole way to get it funded in the first place was that it had to come up for renewal, mm-hmm. and that was the whole drama. Was that, you know, Trump just decided like, hey, we're not going to renew it. So, but and, what, how did like well, once again? So Obama basically set something up which would defer to the next person. Well, yeah, because that's how you get it done in the first place. So these people aren't getting deported. Because you're right, he had a very aggressive deportation policy, but at the same time, and that's why you know presidents are complicated, uh, was also very much trying to keep people who had been in the country for years and years, had come here as children, like basically had been born or had come here as a, a, a very young child uh, to America, like didn't know the country they were from, probably didn't speak the language, or if they did, not well. And, you know, like, how do you protect those people? How do you like and and also to some degree their parents and the whole deal was, hey, you you come out of the shadows like you're here illegally, technically, but you get on our books. You're paying taxes. You're paying taxes. You have no criminal record. Right. And and we're going to give you this path towards citizenship. And it was, you know imperfect but again you can't let you know uh the perfect be the enemy of the good it was better than the alternative um which was throwing these people out and and so yeah to get the to to get that passed you have to make a deal with the republicans and so they've controlled the congress deal. since what 2010 or 2012 uh 12 was the republican wave right i think yeah the, whenever the midterms were. Yeah, that sounds right to me, but somewhere in there. But yeah, it was, well, because it was uh, after Obamacare was the Republican wave, right? Do I have I, that wrong? 
No, I believe so. But uh, I, uh, Obamacare was the Republican plan. It became Obamacare because Obama was president right. when it was signed. But well, I don't know if it was part of the compromise because we think it, the Democrats it, yeah. are pussies right now. Back then, they were just like, well, if we just sit here, maybe everybody's going to get along. And that's why I haven't identified as a Democrat shit since I was <laughs> since I started voting. I, I, you know, <laughs> I, I, I respect that I do. Uh, it, I'm I, not saying I haven't voted for Democrats, but I have yeah. never been a member of the Democratic Party. And Duncan and I have talked about this before about you don't really identify with the party. No, that sort should, of thing. You should, you should never identify with the party. You should event. You should identify with the person that's representing your interests at your constituency level, whether that's at the state level or at the local level. That's who you should identify because that is what politics is not about. One giant arbitrary party, which is apparently going to represent all the interests of however many states you have, with completely different needs and completely different identities and different issues and different problems. That's not how it should work. You should identify with the person, regardless what part of they are, the person that stands up for the interests you believe in at the state level or at the city level or whatever it is. That is how it's supposed to work. He's going to stand up for the company that I work for where my job is based. I will vote for him. He's going to stand up for the fact they're closing a the hospital in my city. Right, I'm going to stand up for him because I don't want that hospital. That's If he's a Republican... And I don't agree with any, you know, the majority of what he says, but that's the platform of which he's running on, which I believe in. I should vote on those issues. It shouldn't be, it shouldn't be Republican. It shouldn't be Democrat. It should work down to specific issues that affect you as an individual. That's how you're supposed to vote. You're not supposed to vote on one thing that solves, because even fucking Republicans or Democrats are not Republicans or Democrats, because you've got fucking Tea Party Republicans, you've got Conservative Republicans, you've got the Freedom uh, Caucus. Democrats. Yeah, Freedom Caucus. You've got the <laughs> Democrats, now you've got the Bernie Sanders fucking day. You don't have these things are what happens when you pigeonhole your country into two parties, which are too big to encompass all the right. issues that right. people... Like, like the way that that, you know, that legislation and debate works you know parliament works in in the uk and scotland um just i mean it, it's incredibly foreign because we don't we don't have there are two voices there aren't there aren't seven you know it's there are two parties and those parties vote in blocks like you get some bleeding at the edges but as a rule it, it comes down on party lines like the number of times you hear a news report that says voting along party lines this was passed or this yeah. failed mm -hmm. and that's just how it happens so we don't there's no legitimate debate it's just there are two positions there's no debate i and, voted and for it's many, unfortunate oh, i voted for many different people from many different parties but i have never voted for a republican i've always found yeah, somebody I that I, I identified with what i wanted a lot more like i genuinely like when i hear about republican values and all the rest i i for the, for the majority of it, I don't agree with any of it. And yeah. But Trump didn't run on what you would class as being generic, stereotypical Republican values. He ran, ran, ran counter to a lot of that. And for the most of the part, most, and I know we're talking about the Bernie Sanders thing, and Bo, you specifically pointed out that, you know, one is a politician and one is not a politician. I don't necessarily think that makes anyone better. Like you know, of like because you does. because you're more eloquent and because you understand how 
politics works and because you may have a certain degree of morality against you, I don't think that necessarily excuse a narrow-minded point of view. I, I think, think the, I, but the Trump administration is the perfect example of how terrible it looks when you elect someone who doesn't know how government works. Yep. And and he's just going to hire a bunch of other people who don't know how government works. He's, he's fired a lot of them. So. Right, and you can't get shit done. So, yeah, you got to hire people who know how government works, and but it's way better. Be, but, I mean, so, be, yeah. Is able to pass a lot of this? Like, like on a whim, well, of course not, but, but no, but, but, I mean, those are two different arguments. Uh, it's not like, would you rather have a president, uh, you know, who's mentally ill or one who's a racist it's like ah we got both it's <laughs> right you right, know yeah, it's two I, great tastes that taste great together yeah but i think i think well, let me put it this way though what, what i keep coming back to is there was a high probability that someone like a ted cruz could have made his way in there ted cruz yeah is a fucking that would have been rough yeah that has horrible he could have got elected would you be sitting here saying well, you know, at least he's an eloquent politician who. Well, he was you know, never that, Duncan. <laughs> the, the guy. I mean, the guy he would have had to have become eloquent in office. The guy's he, a he did read Greenings and Ham to filibuster a vote once. Yeah, but the guy, the guy speaks better than Donald Trump. He does, but that's line. that's a I'm low bar. Right, like, yeah. I've got a your just now year old nephew that's kind of at the same reading right, level. Marco Rubio then. Yeah, um, yeah, Marco Rubio, would he be a better president than Donald Trump? It's not even, it's not even a case of yeah, being of a better course. president. I think he's still a fucking fairly reprehensible person. Sure, but of because course he, he Because he has a better morals and because he's a better politician, does that... And he would be more effective, I imagine, at getting things through that would have been worse than, you know, like being able to push through things that Donald Trump could never push through. Do you forgive that because he's got a better moral compass? Or, yes. Well, what I'm saying to you is, yeah. I don't think you do that at all. I think what you do is you look on the look at look on the acts of the man, look at what they are able to do, and judge them on their own individual. Regardless what Donald Trump says, a lot of people say a lot of crazy things. Regardless what side of the world you look at, we have a prime minister in the UK who kept banging on before the last election she had last year that she was the person that was going to bring strong and stable leadership to the UK. She then ran an election which she should have won comfortably. She lost more seats and then flumbered and floundered around for the best part of three, four months after that, uh, not being able to do anything. And then she still takes a kick in every single week at the Prime Minister's questions and all the rest. And she's not a she's not a great politician at all. In fact, a lot of what she believes in when people cast her memory back is when she was home secretary looking after things at home, she was pretty bad and she wanted like surveillance on people's emails. But people like suddenly forget that when you start saying other things and when you start well, like rebranding yourself in a different way. People have short-term memories nowadays where they don't think about these things, they don't carry them through. And I have no doubt in my mind that she had have achieved the power that she wanted with more people. She'd be pushing through a lot of things that I don't fucking agree with at the moment. She's in, unable to do that because she didn't get what she wanted. What no. I'm saying to you is, is someone like a, a Donald Trump, regardless how fucking shit he is, and he is shit, let's be honest, the guy's a fucking moron. He's he's not got 
he's not got any real credibility, although he holds an office. It's an office that no one's really taken seriously within your own country or around the rest of the world, which is demeaning and it is humiliating. Right, right, let, me, let me put it to you like this. The, the new Prime Minister of Scotland is Nigel Farage. Yep. That's your new Prime Minister. Yep. And I start telling you, you know what? He's about as good as other <laughs> Scottish Prime Ministers. And, and like that's, I I feel that Donald Trump is our, our Nigel Farage made good, only not as smart. Yeah, but if Nigel Farage was elected to my country on the policies that Donald Trump was elected to your country, and Nigel Farage couldn't pass any of them, I can live with that. I can live with that. I'm not happy about it, but I can live with that. I can yeah. comfortably live with that because there's a lot of reprehensible shit that's not fucking happening in my country because there's a buffoon in office that can't get it done. Rather than the, let's elect a guy that probably could get things done and get things which are maybe not as bad, but close to that mark. But done. But every time he came on television talking about how he, as a representative of the Scottish people... That wouldn't you be like, oh fuck you? I mean, well, one, fuck you one, so like, yeah, hard. It's, it's, it's a slight difference. One, he's not Scottish. Two, he doesn't like Scotland. He thinks that Scotland is a. Uh, I don't uh, think Trump likes like America. A, quite frankly, Trump loves America. He Trump loves loves. He loves the idea of what America is because he loves nineteen fifty. He loves nineteen fifties America and thirty percent of the people in it. Yeah. It doesn't have to. Once I, I keep coming back, I keep coming back to this. As bad as things are for you right now, I keep I my 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 thought process leans back on this idea. Would I rather have an ineffectual, fucking ridiculous politician who spouts off nonsense that he tries to backtrack on or deny all the time, or someone from the same political leaning? is being very effective and being able to galvanize what he wants to push things through. Going Donald Trump every single step. When when he is sitting in the seat of the the president of the United States of America, that ought to mean something. Yep. And and even even if you're effective at doing bad shit, I'll almost take that over I should never have touched this desk, have slept in this bed have walked over this doorway. I don't belong here. That's that's how I feel about this president. Plenty of people are. have slept in that seat that have started wars all over the world, have, have ordered executions on civilians, on politicians, all over the world, and have done it rather effectively under the guise of being the president. Yeah. I don't think that that bed and that table is so morally clean Right, but you're not American, Duncan. It, it's an idea, man. Like the whole the whole idea of America, much like every country, is an agreed upon set of bullshit. And the American bullshit means the president is a good guy. He's you know Michael Douglas. He's the guy that's you know behind the scenes. And like uh, uh, Saturday Saturday Night Live used to make fun of this, where uh, Ronald Reagan always looked kind of dopey. 
because it turns out he was kind of going he through was some things. Ill. Yeah, he yeah. was going through horrible things in his but, brain. Yeah. You know, SNL would do those sketches where as soon as he was done shaking hands with a Girl Scout, <laughs> he was like, All right, come All right. on. <laughs> right, right. Like the the map would flip over, it would be a situation room, and he would be on his shit. And it was funny, but it was also what we expect the president to be, right? Like he ought to be um, like kind of like Reagan. He was a movie star, but he was also kind of a hero and all that shit. Like all that stuff is kind of tied up in the idea of the presidency and it's part of the national identity. And, and when you have someone like Donald Trump as that figurehead, uh, it, you know, it does something to the national psyche and, and it's, it's cancerous in a way that someone like Marco Rubio, who you're right, would probably be more effective and would be more damaging in some ways. But, you know, also there would be a, a sort of thread of consistency, uh, a, a sense that there was normalcy in place. And, and this administration has been anything but that. Like, even if you're a supporter of Trump in this country, you can't deny that he's not a volatile figure. And and that is not what we want out of a president. We don't want a guy who's like, you know, Yosemite Sam shooting his revolvers like, woohoo! And, you know, we want a guy that's like, well, I'll tell you how this is going to go. Uh, we're going to sit down. We're going to talk about it. We're going to have a committee. You know, that's, that's kind of what I want out of a president is a boring administrator who's kind of thoughtful. Um, boring administrators drop bombs on people. Well, I mean, but I'm even going back to, you know, like even Nixon, who did a lot of shitty things, of course. Nixon, like, if you put Nixon in office just now, Nixon would never have been impeached. Uh, you're probably right. Removed, yeah, you're probably right about that. Office. Yeah. Because by today's standards, what he did was not. But that's, bad. but that's kind of the cancer of Trump is that he has diminished the conversation and even the level of thought in this country in some ways. To the point where, you know, president, what was it like, Taco, Taco Bell, Pepsi, or whatever. Oh, idiocracy? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of America! Yeah! Well, he lost the popular vote, like the minority of people elected a guy who, yes, I think has made our country dumber. You know, it is that Billy Madison thing. Yeah, but didn't George W. Bush get in? Right, but this guy's dumber Through than the, that. Every time it happens, yeah. it gets worse. It's the but, multiplicity effect. Right, but your country's already lived through a scenario where someone got elected who didn't win on the popular vote, elect, was won by the Electoral College, and he did nothing to fix it. Uh-huh. So well, of I course, he, it, it helped him win. Why would yeah, you fix if, that? If I, like, if I touch, if I touch, uh, if I put my hand in a fire and I burn my hand, right, I should have known better. If I do it again, I'm a fucking idiot. So, I, I, once again, I don't think that's true. I don't think Trump has lowered the IQ of your country. I think that people 
have been successively doing that over over generations in certain parts of your country. And, yeah, and he's just and highlighted he's, it. You're, he's you're not, maybe I think right. He's been able, I think what he's done is he's been able to speak to these people because he's <laughs> right. eloquent. So you can't blame the man for speaking at a level which, you know, unarticulate or less educated people understand. If anything, I would flip that and say that your other politicians didn't go out their way to speak to those people. Didn't, didn't try to go to their level, only only worked on a certain level that they thought would get elected by. Well, so, if, if that level is it. being, you know, uh, like uh, pro-life and racist, so they then... should be in the country. I'm not saying they shouldn't be in the country, but I'm saying you don't the give them a megaphone. Yours. You don't you don't give them the megaphone. You you say is like there, is there a megaphone that loud? Yeah. Are you fucking you crazy? Less less than no 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 no. I'm not fucking crazy because Trump's running on an approval rating of what less than thirty five percent. I know it ban, hovers you, around thirty nine. Yeah, right thirty nine. See if he went for election just now. I don't think he get elected. Of course not. Of course so not. I don't, I don't, because I don't too many people think... are motivated. Yeah, but right. if the the megaphone was that loud and it really did like change things, I think. The, well, that's what woke everyone up. It did. They it gave them that megaphone. Like when you elect someone who's who's talking about, uh, you know, uh, how a, a judge who is Hispanic is probably going to rule against them because they're Hispanic. Like when that guy gets elected president, people are like, fuck that shit. And so, but you know, it has, it has shown a light on a part of the country that is okay with that yeah, at the very that's... least. If not, if not, you know, if, if, if not necessarily uh, in cahoots with the idea, at least complicit with it. Yeah. But and... 55% in my 55% in my country thought that the UK, you know, the UK as an organization was better with Scotland being part of it than Scotland being an independent nation. And then overall, I think about, what was it, 52% of the whole United Kingdom thought that we were better being separate from Europe because all these Europeans were coming over here and stealing our jobs. Duncan. Um, I that, believe we were talking about the United States. Yeah, but what I'm saying is it's the same idea. It's the same argument. It's the same argument. Sure. Donald Trump got elected because like all these foreign people are coming across and stealing your job. It's the same fucking argument. It's an argument that can't really be proved, and that's what makes it an effectual... Well, sorry, not an ineffectual argument. It makes it very efficient, is that it can't be proved. Because what you can say is, the reason you don't have a job is because of this person here, this demographic yeah. here. Very, very easy to do. And it worked over here, and it worked in your country as well. And what I'm saying to you is that it doesn't, like, 52% of the United Kingdom voting one way on your, I don't agree with it. I don't necessarily think that, you know, well, these people are all fucking idiots. And as a result, it's highlighted the fact that they're all fucking idiots. And that they have the same right to vote that I have. And just because the vote doesn't go my way is... You know, that's part and parcel, and that's what democracy is. If right, you sure. always got your way, then, I mean, well, if you always got your way, you get complacent, you get flabby about well, things, okay. you don't yeah. scrutinise, which is what you had. And all this stuff that you're talking about is being, like, socially active. You can almost argue to a certain extent as well, like, the stuff that's kind of trundled out of the, the kind of Weinstein thing, sexual harassment, all the rest, 
all these things are becoming more prominent because you have someone in office who is alleged to be, you know, this uh, woman abuser, you know. Oh, sure. The Me Too stuff was like, like Trump is rocket fuel for that. Yeah, right. Where it's like, like, hey, the president has been accused all this shit. Of, of being, uh, we can't we can't get this guy. However, by the way, all these fucking people have done it as well. Let's shine the spotlight there. What yeah. I'm saying to you is, yes. Whilst once again, I think if Clinton was in, none of this would happen. And I'm thinking that as as once you don't again, think don't... the first woman president would have been enough. I mean, I, maybe that's my own ideology. Yeah, I oh. don't think so. I don't think so. We had Her a idealism. woman prime minister over here, and she had one of the longest terms, and systematically destroyed a lot of what the UK was built on in terms of industry, trade unions and all this. She fucking systematically destroyed all that and Hillary Clinton wasn't a great person and I know a lot of people would have voted for her out there. She she did a lot of, like that Syria stuff was pretty horrible and look at her voting record and transcend that back. She wasn't the best on race relations. Like there, was a, there, was a, there was a lot of stuff she did in the past that wasn't fucking great. She was a creator. I mean, she, let's not talk about race relations compared to Trump. She she checks that box at least uh, compared to the again, alternative. Though, what has, yeah, but what has done, right? When she was in office, she voted for a lot of things which held back certain districts to do with blacks and to do with the police. What has Donald Trump actually passed? That has affected. It doesn't matter what he passed. He was uh, uh, taken to court for rejecting black candidates in his properties when he was a slumlord. He like he has a history of being not racially insensitive. It's not that delicate of being out and out racist. He wanted to build a goddamn wall and might still try to build a goddamn wall, separating us from our our nearest neighbor to the south, like it's fucking Hadrian in the 800 BC. (laughs) Are we even doing a show? I don't even know anymore. I even know. All I'm knowing is that I'm starting to find out some valid points here and the Americans are going to the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it has been for a year, sir. Uh, (laughs) All right, I'll be right back. We'll take a break here right now and play some promos for some rad-ass shows and maybe some songs i have no idea but uh yeah we will be right back sorry man i didn't know how to take us out Uh, we never really officially started and then no no dan records dan records everything from the moment you come on okay good um yeah so don't worry this i i made a totally separate episode from the time me, Duncan, and Smoke did Starship Troopers, but you I'll fill up my drink. You get me talking politics, and... I'll talk for fucking yeah. ever, so. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, don't worry, and we will all resume in a few seconds. All right. Thanks for listening to that. Uh, the other half, the more movie-centric part of this recording will be out shortly. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to duck and cover. America.